They say it's lonely at the top in whatever you do. You always gotta watch motherfuckers around you. Nobody's invincible, no plan is foolproof. We all must meet our moment of truth. The same shiesty cats that you hang with and do your thing with could set you up and wet you up. Nigga, peep the language, it's universal. You play with fire, it may hurt you or burn you. Lessons are blessings you should learn through. Let's face facts. Although MCs lace tracks, it doesn't mean behind the scenes there ain't no dirt to trace back. That goes for all of us. There ain't nobody to trust. It's like sabotage. It's got me ready to bust, but I can't jeopardize what I've done up to this point. So I'ma get more guys to help me. Run What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the CW Clinic. My name is Chris. I'm your host. If this is your first time listening, welcome. We are a little raw, so. Hope you're sitting down for this one. We're going to talk about some real shit today. Today I'm going to talk about a pretty important topic that I've gone through many times and am going through currently. Harnessing momentum. Before we get into that, let me introduce the co-host, the producer, the handsome Stephen Taft. What's going on, dude? Moving fucking forward, my friend. Yes, sir. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I like the fact that you're moving forward. We were just talking about Steve is uh, starting to write his own book. And I'm pretty fucking impressed slash jealous. Good for you, dude. I appreciate it, man. You know, uh, we had talked a while ago about passions. And uh, if you want to, monetizing your passion. And... I like telling stories, so I'm going to see what I could do with that and turn it into something fucking cool. Well, yeah, I know you're well-read and you read often, so I'm sure it will come out awesome, great, you know. If not, man, it might be a great dumpster fire for people <laughs> to read, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, maybe if all turns out well, you know, I'm going to be looking for a ghostwriter, hint, hint. Mm. So uh, maybe down the road we can get that going, too. Yeah, man, I, I know that... We've hinted at it a couple times here that yeah. one of one of your goals up on the big board, yeah, it's there, dude, is to write that book. It's a big red book with my with the with the thumbnail to the podcast on it, signifying the book to come from me. Nice, the dude. vision board with the book on it. But that's cool that you're doing yours. Yeah, man. Um, I, I you told me some news today that kind of made me laugh. What's some, that? Some, some birthday goals. Oh, birthday goals. Why did it make you laugh? Well, so, folks, if you haven't looked at Chris Warren's one on Instagram, um, I forgot whether it was conceited or feeling myself or some sort of cliche <laughs> tag the other day. Our boys talking about getting shredded for summer and then uh, more recent. Yeah, conceited was the tag. What did I do? You were standing there beautifully shirtless in the mirror. No, no. Oh, you talking about my Instagram story? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, uh, summer shreds. Summer shreds. Summer shreds. Now, for those of you who follow him, you know that like he'll post workout pictures, but it's not really his style to do like the shirtless man meat picture. Oh, 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 the uh, shameless selfie. Yeah, yeah. I put up a picture of myself topless on my yeah. Instagram story. So he comes in today. And he's telling me about, and this makes me laugh. You guys, you, you've seen me on the stories. I'm what you might call a bigger guy. Chris tells me he's he's dieting, <laughs> which makes me laugh. But at the same time, I know exactly where he's coming from because there's different fitness goals, man. And okay. and dieting, we always think of as weight loss, but that's not true. So why don't you why don't you enlighten idiots like me? I'm not an idiot. I, I know a little bit about this topic. I'm not as dumb as I sound. But uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're trying to do, man? 
All right. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, so my birthday is approximately eight weeks away. Um, so for the past couple weeks, I've kind of just been changing up my eating habits. I guess you can say, quote, dieting. Um, I, I think it's important to explain that I, I eat very healthy and well to begin with. Um, something that I, I do is called intuitively eat or intuitive eating, meaning I've been around food so long, I'm pretty good at just like feeding my body what it needs, mm. right? Um, it keeps me in good shape. You know, I stay lean. Uh, but I wanted to step it up a notch. And something that I haven't been doing f- for a while is counting my calories. And I've done that for years. I just got away from it because I learned what my body needs. My body tells me what it wants. I eat it. It's probably 80, 85% nutrient dense. A very loosely used term would be clean foods. You know, I eat my protein sources, my, my carb sources, my fat sources, you know, and, and I like to eat a lot of it, but I, I haven't been measuring it. So I've been shifting myself over the past couple of weeks to start measuring my food. Like two weeks ago, I measured all my food for one day and I noticed that I was drastically overeating. You know, I thought I was eating about 3,000 calories and it was more than I thought. And then last week, I started weighing all my food out, started counting my macros for for the fitness folk here. Flexible dieting is my favorite style of dieting. I fully support it. It's helped me get past my post-competition days and binge eating and some serious issues that I went through after being on the, the fitness the circuit, the competition circuit. But, uh, but yeah, I've been counting my macros. I set my calories for 3,000. I'm doing, uh, doing about 3,000 calories, doing 200 grams of protein, about... 350-ish grams of carbs and about 125 grams of fat and 40 grams of fiber on a daily basis. That's a lot to keep track of. It is a lot to keep track of, but that's what I do. Yeah, right. You know, it's what I do, and I'm not trying to give myself a plug, but, you know, I've been doing nutrition for, you know, over 10 years now. And um, not only am I good at it, but I'm good with myself when it comes to it. You know, I should say not only am I good with others, but I'm also good with myself. So I decided my birthday's coming up, and uh, I'm gonna get and get shredded, basically. So here's a, here's a question for. I, I I'm sure this one is a simple answer that I could probably Google, but I'm gonna ask you because you're better than Google. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I know when people have a specific target for what they want their body to look like, they'll they'll change up the routines and the regiments of like what they're physically doing, not just what they're doing in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, are you still sticking to your your regular like lifting schedule, or are you doing more jujitsu, or are you like, I, what are you doing physically? That's an that's an excellent question. So I I'm still doing jujitsu maybe two to four times a month. Um, sporadically, it's something that I've kind of moved away from just, just for sheer longevity purposes for my body, but primarily resistance training. So a good example would be resistance training and a little bit of cardiovascular, cardiovascular work at this point, say four to five days a week, say four to six days a week, honestly, four to six days a week. Uh, about an hour to an hour and a half a day. 
And what I'm doing is like, for instance, yesterday, I all I did, this is all I did. I, I pedaled on the bike for 20 minutes. Well, let me back up. I foam rolled for five minutes. I pedaled on the bike for 20 minutes. I did five sets of pull-ups, supersetted with push-ups. And then I did five sets of deadlifts. And then I stretched and then I was done. That was it. That's not too bad. No, it's not too bad. My body, I mean, could I work out harder? Absolutely. Could I work out less? Absolutely. Just a little bit, just moderate, you know, an hour. I focus on the flexibility aspect, the self recovery aspect, get a little bit of weights, do a little bit of cardio, and I'm good. Sleeping? Yes. So outside of counting macros, and one thing that I'm doing now when it comes to the exercise is I'm scheduling it into my schedule so I so I'm like less likely to skip it. You know how like if you get busy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're like, "Ah, yeah, I'll skip the gym today." Well, now I have my 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 workout program in my schedule. It's my first thing I do on on a daily basis. I do about 5 daily crucial tasks in, every day. And if you follow me on Instagram, I, I put it on my story pretty often. And after I've accomplished those five things, I've won the day. Uh, but the first thing on my five crucial to do, you know, task list, to do list is train. So it's in my schedule. So I bumped it up on my priority list, basically. Uh, and then when it comes to sleep, I'm a big component of sleep, and I've been scheduling my sleep now. Okay. I've been scheduling it. A lot of a lot of people think sleep is like unsexy, and it's not, you know, not a good thing to do or you know you'll get to sleep when you can well that's where the body does the majority of its recovering because of like high high amounts of growth hormone being released for the most part and hitting your REM cycles is extremely important especially if you're trying to lose weight so I schedule my sleep you know uh, depending on the night I sleep uh, 9 10 p.m. to 4 to 5 a.m. And then I'm up and at it, and that's that's good for me. You know, I uh, forgot to tell you this, so I I also have now scheduled my bedtime. Ooh, yeah, yeah. So like a like a little eleven year old, I have to tell my little internet nerd friends at eight thirty, guys, I gotta go. It's bedtime. And I I get the crap every night. Right. But uh, five pounds, nothing else has changed except sleeping. That's okay. Yeah, perfect. Perfect example. So, yeah, it. I, that's why I brought it up. Uh, wondering, you know, if Chris was changing his sleep cycle, sleep patterns, because, you know, we we have talked that there was a little, there was a little bit of. Um, I guess this is a good segue into talking about your past month. I know there were some sleepless nights, for a while there. Yeah. So you know, to kind of bring things back uh, to our topic of the day of of harnessing momentum, um, you know, this is a topic that. I struggle with, but Chris and I talk about frequently. And when trying to figure out where to begin today, you were yep. no doubt talking about you start with the struggles. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. So, uh, you know, being being an entrepreneur, being a, a multiple business owner, you know, sleepless nights, I think it's fair to say, come with the territory. Not limited to to entrepreneurial mm-hmm. ventures and business ownership but it's pretty much guaranteed especially if you let your mind run which is what I do 
but there are certain points in in our careers that you know you might go a month without sleep like a good night's sleep and th and that's pretty much what i just went through um and that's what we're talking about like the the hard the the tough the gritty the exhausting extraneous just monster amounts of work that need to be accomplished because you're either going to move forward or you're gonna fail you know it's not like it's not like if if i were to fail you know um if i were to if that were to happen not only do i lose everything i have including my house and my cars and my assets and my companies and my employees, but my employees lose their jobs. Mm. So that will never happen. So I will never stop. It doesn't matter how little sleep you give me or I have to occur or accrue for a month. I'll do it because I want to succeed. And I think it comes down to the mindset that I have that I'm a fucking winner. Right. I'm a, I'm a fucking winner. If you follow me on Instagram, if you talk to me in person, I don't question that. I tell it because I am, because I believe it. Right. And I win each day, which helps with the confidence level. But the point that I'm getting at is I would rather move forward than take a step back. I, if it came down to like having to do work or dying, like if, if, if it was one or the other, or if I was going to fail, but I knew there was work to do to not fail, I would do it. Like, I don't, like, there's no ability for me to go to my boss and my boss be like, well, listen, this is a verbal warning. The next time it happens, it's going to go in paper. And then that time comes, okay, if it happens again, you're going to get terminated. No, don't work like that. It's all or nothing. And unfortunately, there's certain points in careers where things get shaken up and shit's got to happen. It's just shit's got to happen. And uh, now, 11 years into it, I really see how the really, really, really tough, gritty, like testing of character time produces monster progression and i'm really beginning to understand it because it's by frame of mind it's mm. just understanding and harnessing your mind learning the lesson and grasping the momentum and moving forward which we're gonna dissect today but that is what the past month was five weeks so i don't know how much detail we want to get i mean we're usually for those who are just tuning in for the first time which by the way all the new listeners that have reached out over the past three four episodes y'all fucking kick yeah, ass fuck yeah yeah keep that shit coming guys we appreciate that um your insight feedback and, and to know that what we're doing is finding new ears is it's humbling as shit uh but around here we're pretty transparent but we also want to respect the people involved that aren't sitting here in the room with us so I don't know how to ask you the question I want to ask, but essentially you had a pretty big shakeup uh, in one of your businesses that led to some hard times that you have now started to see as an opportunity. Well, not now. You always saw as the opportunity, but now you're seeing that opportunity come to fruition and you're reaping the benefits of that. Yeah. So 
can you kind of take us through in whichever way you're most comfortable doing it of how did this hard time come to be? What needed to get done? And how did that lead to this forward momentum you're currently in? Well, it, it, it came because that's just the way life goes, right? No matter what, you got to play the cards that you're dealt. Um, there's no rhyme or reason. Life's not easy. Sometimes you got to play a shitty hand. That's just the way it goes, right? And, and I, I'm a motherfucking card player, as you know personally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll play cards much better than anyone around me. And that's why I'm in the position that I'm in doesn't make me better. I just play fucking life's card well. Cards well, right? Does that make sense? All right, so you got to play the hand that's dealt. And if that comes with no sleep for a month or two hours of sleep a night on average for a month, well, so be it. You know, you got to put it in perspective. I'm not in Iraq. No one's trying to kill me. No one's shooting at me. No one's launching fucking rockets up my ass. No one's dropping mortars on me. I'm not getting blown up. All that did happen. And that was a lot worse than maybe not sleeping for a month or good night's rest in a month, right? Right. So that, sure. that's, that's perspective. Check out episode number one if you want to understand my perspective. Right. Now, the second step to that question was... How did you see the... Oppor- First off, spot the opportunity that these hard times presented, right? Because essentially, a lot was just dropped on your plate all of a sudden, like, right? Yeah. So how does somebody process that as an opportunity? First off, how do you recognize the good in that? Well, I, I, I think, well, for me anyways, it, it kind of comes in like the middle, the middle of the hard times, like the initials, like, oh man, <laughs> yeah, oh man, uh, I already don't have a social life. Uh, now my family is not even going to hear from me, you know, and like. You know, you, you question things like, am I going to be able to see my girlfriend that lives 300 miles from me? Like, you know, am I going to be able to actually take care of my dogs? Like, these are serious questions that like I would ask myself, you know, am I going to be able to do my own laundry? You know, things that some people take for granted or bitch about like, oh, I got to do my fucking laundry. Well, guess what? You have the opportunity to do your own fucking laundry. So some of us don't. And I didn't. I didn't shave. I didn't get a haircut. I wasn't getting my laundry done. I lost 15 pounds, you know. Um, and I guess where I was going with that is I, uh, you know, once you get past that initial kind of like gut check, you, me anyways, I start to kind of just embrace it. I'm just like, all right, I'm a tough motherfucker. Can't kill me. Can't fucking defeat me. Can't win. I've never met anyone who's ever defeated me, ever beaten me, or ever won against me. And that's why I have that mindset of I'm a winner. Now, many have tried. No one has ever done it. So if once I start shifting back into that mindset, I embrace it. You know, like talk like, for instance, like when I compete in mixed martial arts or I used to compete in the fitness industry and stuff like that, like no one would beat me because of my mindset so you embrace it like come on motherfuckers not anyone in particular just life come on come on motherfucker bring it on what the fuck else you got i'll fucking dodge everything that you got i'll take it i'll take some on the chin if i have to and i hit right back and i hit harder that's the thing so i started to embrace everything 
And I was like, wow, this is a fucking phenomenal opportunity to really, really, really improve. Not only me, but my entire team. And uh, I started dissecting everything because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a thinker. I'm like a deep thinker. Like, uh, I don't care if someone's like, well, how are you doing? How, like, how, how nice is the weather? I don't give a flying fuck about that. Like, I care about deep conversation because my mind goes deep. And I started exploring all of these opportunities that were presenting themselves, whether they're hard to, di- to, to fix or not. In, in this case, they were all hard opportunities. And I started picking it apart because I'm a problem solver, right? And I started solving all these problems, and I realized everything really wasn't that bad. Mm. And it was my own mind that was making it the worse. And um, I started capitalizing on it. And, uh, you know, I was able to really piece together a monster plan to move forward. And I've been implementing it. And uh, it's just, it's it's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing to see that ultimately my mind or our minds are our own worst enemies when it comes to that gut check. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, these are lessons that I'm learning. Somebody said something to me. What's that, Tuesday? I guess it was yesterday. I guess it was Monday. And as you're speaking, especially about the laundry, this came back to my, my attention. I told them I have to go do something. And they looked at me, they go, no, you don't. You get to go do something. I kind of looked down, you know cockeyed for a second so no i have to go do it they're like man life must be hard if you have to stop looking at what you have to do and the things that are dragging you down start looking at the things you get to go do Mm -hmm. i get to go to work today yeah i get to go clean my you get to wake up dude i get to go do this extra work because you know what it's gonna help me in the long run yeah man as simple as your laundry I get to wash my clothes that I get to wear. Yep. I feel like 22 episodes in, as I just checked my wrist, because apparently I wear an episode watch on my wrist. <laughs> Hair past the freckle. Um, 22 episodes in, I'm, I'm seeing this constant reoccurrence of episodes one and two, man. I'm really understanding now. It's all a frame of mind, dude. When Chris told me that our first two episodes were going to be on the same topic, I questioned it a little bit. 22 episodes in, I get it. Yeah, man. I get it. Think about it. 11 years in, I get it. You know what I mean? I got the shortcut. You know, it's suck it. Good. good. <laughs> good. Well, that's, that's the point to the whole show, right? Learn from my fucking mistakes. You know, and, and in this situation, no, no mistakes are made on my end, but I had to clean up a lot of mistakes. Well, and, it could even be argued. Which are, which are mini opportunities. It could even be argued that it wasn't necessarily even a mistake that that started this whole thing it was a could have been done better situation right of course of course you know? yeah so yeah you, you seize this this opportunity comes about the gut check happens and you've accepted it well the the, the important part is however it wants to be worded is learning from the, the lessons that right. that are given right yeah yeah so we were we we're talking about this and uh this isn't the first time something like this has happened to you. No, no, <laughs> no. And like the cool part is, um, 
you know, here I am, uh, past it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just I blew right past it. Blew past it. I mean, I had to dig deep for three weeks, and that was good. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, I know, like, I knew I had that those three weeks inside me. I knew I had months inside me. Right. You know? The uncharted territory is, like, years of that situation. Three weeks, I fucking do that shit with my eyes closed. No one's got an AK-47 pointed at me. Okay? I got two years of that under my belt, if that makes any sense. Right. So three weeks is like a fucking... It's a, it's 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 like a it's like a, you know what it is, like if you put it into perspective, like you played football, yeah, I played football. You know the season is a year, right? The game is like three weeks. No, oh. the long the short game and the long game, right? I knew I had it in me, and it was easy to accomplish. And the the cool part was, um, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I learned so much. And I've recorded it all and dissected it all and bounced it off my buddies that, you know, um, are in the same uh, industries as me and stuff like that. And it's it's a very common thing to run into. And uh, I just, I've learned now, which is the important part. And uh, the key now is to harness the positive, the mm-hmm. byproduct out of it. And if you can harness positivity from lessons that are learned, regardless of how hard the lesson is, and you understand it and you value it and you keep it at like the forefront of your mind, you can use that momentum to propel yourself. Right. And I'm speaking on years of doing this. The just the lessons are just get harder and tougher to deal with. But the cool part is the harder and tougher they are, the more I learn, the more I harness, the more I grow. And when you're in my shoes, the more I grow, the more my companies grow, the more my team grows, the more revenue grows, the more happy people as a byproduct of the service that we have to offer, the more people we affect, like with this show, the more our message gets out there, the more manifests into bigger and better. And it's visually apparent to me, since I'm I've harnessed this all, how fast we, me, everyone around me is progressing because of the positivity that I've harnessed. In the hard part is understanding what I'm talking about, but it's really that dumbed down and simple. Learn the lesson, harness the positivity, use the positivity, and push forward. Forward, forward, forward. I wrote a post on Instagram the other day in regards to being grateful. And the paraphrase quote of my from myself is, I stand here today counting my blessings, appreciating and speaking about what I'm grateful for more often than I ever have in my life, at the same time aggressively attacking my goals. And I've harnessed everything, and you can harness 
everything and use it as your internal fire and momentum to move forward. And what I'm learning is this is a level. This is another level. This is a level up. All of a sudden, things are happening that I didn't know could. All of a sudden, things are just amazing. It's crazy to think about and wrap your head around, but it's probably just ourselves being scared or our limiting belief that we could do things. It doesn't necessarily matter what level we're on. What matters is believing in yourself to the degree that it could be done. Well, it's accepting that there's a level above it and that you can get there. And you're not going to get there unless you fucking get uncomfortable. I remember the day you came over. It was two days after you got the news that your plate got a lot fuller. I remember. I remember what you looked like that day. But you know what I remember more? Two weeks later when you walked in with that shitting grin on your face. <laughs> and you're like, I fucking have it figured out. Yep. And it's been nonstop full steam ahead since then. Mm-hmm. Like you, you could feel it when you walked into the room. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt the gut check day one. Mm-hmm. But I felt that it kind of reminded me of you know, back to the football days. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget three days. You know, Ugh. I went to high school in Florida. Ugh. Our field was in the middle of the woods. It was 110 degrees with no wind whatsoever. Ugh. Dead air, 110 degrees. And you know how football coaches can get. I imagine in your case, you know, I, it's the way I imagine a drill sergeant to be. Yeah. Where, where they just... They're riding you're like, motherfucker, I'm doing my best. Why are you riding me? Well, they're they're pushing you. Yeah. I'll never forget goofy ass Chase. Chase was this redheaded Irish kid, pale skin, freckles all over the place. What the hell was he doing in Florida? Don't know. But dude could bench press the side of the house. Mm. And we could not go home that day until we had finished ten hundred yard sprints and Sur- nobody suicides. was allowed to quit. Yeah. And that motherfucker literally at one point picked up one of our offensive linemen and carried him. Yep. That's teamwork. And he said to us in that moment, we're fucking getting this done together. Yep. Selfless. Now, it's not even the action of him carrying the guy that got us there. We fed off of his belief that every last one of us would get across that fucking line. Mm -hmm. When you have somebody that's willing to pick up the people around them and lead from, yo... I've got the momentum to carry everybody. If you pull your weight, we'll all keep moving forward. Exactly. What if I didn't do that? You understand? Like, what would you don't have that option? No, I don't have that option. But what if you didn't? Worst case scenario, I'm out of business. You know, everything you've spent eleven years building collapses. Yeah, and uh, and and you know, realistically, you just got to dig deep. And, and in my case, you got I've just reached down and grabbed my balls and fucking reminded myself that I'm a bad motherfucker and I'm gonna get it done. Every single day I told myself that. Five, six times, seven, eight times, nine times a day, while also talking about what I'm grateful for and what I'm thankful for mm-hmm. and reminding myself where I wanna go. 
Well, it's a common misconception. People assume that because you want more, it means you're not grateful for what you have. Well, that that's the fine line. You have to be both, which right. which is a lesson I'm learning. Yeah, you you, know? you can want more. Oh yeah, and still be grateful. Absolutely. But would you? What? I guess I'm also interested in hearing because I haven't been up to your gym in a while. Yeah. Right. Like there was a while where I was in there three, four times a week. Yeah. We're working on projects up there. And I haven't been there in a minute. Yeah. What has this done to the people around you? Oh, man. Oh, God. It's fucking phenomenal, actually. Um, I, you know, a lot of it has to do with the fact that I'm I'm more hands on um, at like the front lines right now. And my, my ability to like kind of just spread my energy and spread my love and just lead is is kind of I don't want to say unparalleled to other people, but I don't I don't meet a lot of people like myself, so I don't see it very often. But um, you know, others and, and I even got told this yesterday. I was being told this by someone that works for me, and she was explaining it to me. Like the energy that I give off and the positivity and the, the confidence that I instill in people, mostly from like praise and positive reinforcement, allows others to just get more done. You know, because like, okay, if you take 10 people and you put them in the position that I was in, you know, five weeks ago, you know, maybe one other person would be able to get it done. Maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, this is far-fetched, but I don't look at myself as a better man because I did. But what I am good at is teaching other people that they could do big things too. Mm -hmm. So ultimately, they're in the situation that I'm in just in their world, which is different. And just because they're younger or have less life experience doesn't mean that they're not in the same exact scenario, just with different external factors. You know, maybe they don't want to get up that day or, or go to work that day because, you know, um, uh, 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 there's a situation that really bothers them and, and they don't, they just don't want to go, you know, because they have the option not to. And then you know, I just try to work with people and teach them that you're a fucking shining star, motherfucker. Let's fucking do this, all right? I'll show you how it's done. Let's do it, right? And then they just they just thrive and grow. And I'm immediately seeing growth within my team, immediately. And the, the um, atmosphere and culture at the companies, both of them, is growing and growing. And I'm calling it a new era. It's, a, it's amazing. When you can visually see mm. how quickly things can change with some hard work, it, it's, it's, like a, it's like a mini aha moment. And this is leveling up. I get addicted to it. Oh, bro. I get addicted It's to adrenaline. It. You know, you, you put so much time and effort into people as you're speaking. Because I know that not everybody that listens is an entrepreneur, right? Mm-hmm. But every one of us, in some way, shape, or form, impacts Others. the people around us, yeah. right? And I'm thinking, how do I inspire students? How do I inspire my colleagues? If you're the person, you know, one thing I used to love when I worked at Starbucks, seems like a super simple job, make a latte, pass it on. The way that some people would interact with the customers that would completely change their day 
that I would witness that would make me want to rise to their level. Yep. You could be that person that pushes the people around you yep. to rise to your level. Yep. That's why people want to work for me. I'm not easy to work for. I'm not. I will work you. You will work. We'll have fun. But work's got to get done. But if you have the grit and you want and you can see the long game and there's people in my companies that do i could teach and i lead and i push and people fucking eat it up eat it up and it's phenomenal to be able to sit down in my seat and watch it it's just it, you know like don't it, it, it's it's like a it's like a fine line right you could sit me down in the same seat and put two different situations in front of me. You could shower me with gifts and buy me material things and I'd be like, okay, cool, thank you. Or you could put my people in front of me that have been learning from me and watching me and I've been teaching just like you and your kids and, and you watch them get it mm -hmm. and apply it and 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 think of themselves as better because of it and able to accomplish more and and like the the amount of gratitude tears and joy not tears but like dude i get the chills every time i see the kid hit the aha moment dude dude it's like i'm getting chills right now it's like it's like every day i'm reminded of how powerful of a person i am and i'm not talking like powerful like a president i'm talking powerful like energy mm -hmm. you know and like when you have the same situation with your kids well what i see it with my team it's like dude it's like christmas every day you know i sit here and i listen to this because i feel the same way i feel the same way i mean if you were to watch your leadership versus my leadership i'll tell you straight off the bat i know for a fact they're two different styles absolutely but we have the same goals and the same mission we just go about accomplishing them in different ways. But if we're looking at the core principles of what we do. The fundamentals are probably very similar. And I'm sitting here listening to us, and I'm imagining the person that's rolling their eyes right now, right? Because I'm not going to lie. I used to be a defeatist. Well, a person rolling their fucking eyes is closed-minded. Well, but also, you're a defeatist if you're rolling your eyes right now. Can you define that? So, Because I, I honestly don't know what it means. There are people out there that this is the hand I was dealt. This is the best I could ever do. Okay. There aren't people out there. You're not, you know what, dude, you're not that influential. You're not that powerful. You're not as great as you think because they themselves don't believe they could get there. Well, yeah, because exactly. Because they, they don't see it's it not, themselves. It's not, and this is not a state of jealousy. It's not a state of jealousy. No, it's, it's a state self, of feeling. It's self-worth. It's defeatist. Yeah. You don't think you're good uh, enough to ever get there. Okay. okay. The world's already beaten you. You've okay. already lost. Got it. Got it. Got it. And I've been there, man. I have been there. Yeah, me too. When I was a kid. You know, mine wasn't. I could go back five years. I'm going to do with a master's degree, working my ass off, putting in 90 hour weeks and financially I'm broke all the damn time. But I'm a wealthy motherfucker. I'm a very wealthy motherfucker. State of mind. You are. I have everything I need. We were just talking about this, how Chris and I were just talking about how in my life I've, I've changed my mindset and we're going to get into some future episodes. I don't want to spoil it, but I'm a wealthy motherfucker. Yeah, dude. Depends on how you measure it. Yeah, man. And one of the things that I am very wealthy in is influence. Uh-huh. I get to shape minds and help people grow every That's day. That's why you do it, yeah. Every single day. Yeah. 
Now, my situation is built for that. I'm a teacher. But guess what? I haven't always been a teacher. And if I look back at every job I've ever been in, pushing through the hard times and pulling motherfuckers with me. Mm-hmm. You could do it too. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take an entrepreneur to be a fucking leader. No. Not at all. And, you know, to piggyback off everything, um, the amount of momentum that I'm experiencing right now is is off the charts. The shit that I'm accomplishing and getting done is just tenfold. But you won't accept any less. Fuck no. Now I have a new standard. (laughs) My standard was already high for myself. Now it's higher because I got uncomfortable. I dug deep. I learned. I figured it out. And I harnessed that shit. Um the amount that I accomplished just in today alone, you know, if you backtrack maybe a few years, a couple few years or so, may have may have been honestly a week, two weeks, um, and it's just a matter of just harnessing that shit. I'm flying right now, and it's great, and people are recognizing it. People are flocking to me, and I and and I'm I'm absolutely humbled. I'm absolutely humbled. You know, humbled is a is a term that I've over the past year, year and a half, I've really begun to accept and understand. Really, mm-hmm. you know, things are very humbling to see. Dude, you know, it's one of the most uncomfortable things for me. It's that when somebody genuinely thanks me. Yeah, it's tough. Compliments are tough too, but I'm beginning to learn. Um, that a good answer to a compliment, even if it makes you uncomfortable, thank you for saying that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I, you know, I don't know about you. I mean, there are days where I get complimented up and down all day long. And then there are weeks that go by that I don't. Right. You know, so it's, it is what it is. But, and I don't know if you guys can relate to what I'm saying, but, you know, um, it's okay. It's okay to get complimented. But uh, pushing forward is is something that, in my opinion, needs to be done on a daily basis. Of course, we have off days. Sure. Right? We have off days. But as long as you have some sort of plan to push forward, right? even if it's the inch by inch that's like I do on a daily basis, you're still moving forward rather than backwards or standing still. And harnessing the momentum is is the piece that will really help you move forward. You know, don't compare yourself to other people at how fast they move or how mm-hmm. much they have or or what they've accomplished. Focus on what you didn't have and what you have now and where you want to go. Harness that shit. Write that shit the fuck down. Understand it. Know your plan. Do it. So just to put this back into a nice little package for everyone, right? Because we like to do this. You got the hard time. Yeah. The hard times is where the momentum begins. Mm-hmm. You want to build the most momentum? You got to go to the bottom sometimes to get the most amount of steam you could get. Mm-hmm. So you got to push through your hard times. Accept them. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Am I going to let it defeat me? Fuck no. No. So I got to push through. No. You're all better than that. You push right fucking through that shit no matter how hard it is. And once you start pushing, you harness that momentum. Yes. And you keep fuck. Not just when I'm done with this hard time. 
not just when I'm done with this hard time. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's behind me. There's going to be more hard times coming. They can't slow me down if I'm moving full fucking speed. That's it. It's really, there's really no rhyme or reason, man. You just got to really focus on what you want and drive forward. But the key is learning the lesson. Mm-hmm. Don't repeat your mistakes if you can help it. Nah, man. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, honestly, I think, I think that's, I think that's cake on this topic. Mm. And, uh, you know, if you guys have questions about how to harness momentum in your life mm. or. It's not know, always clear in every situation. Yeah. Or like facing it in your life, like facing that hard thing. Fucking email me. All right. Steve and I will respond. Yeah. We'll, we'll get back to you. All right. I'm, I'm happy to help you. I'll fucking give you some words of advice. I'll figure your shit out real quick. And if I don't, I'll figure it out and, and then get, get back, back to, to you. you. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to pretend we know the answers no, if we don't. I don't but, know everything. But you know what? There's nothing we can't figure out. No, nah, we'll figure it the fuck out. And uh, you email us at thecwclinic at gmail.com. You want to come at me directly? Find me on Instagram at chriswarns1. Find Steve on Instagram at jacksox87. J-A-X-O-X-8-7. All right. You find me on... Uh, Facebook, Christopher Warns. You know what? I'll fucking plug myself. You want to hit me up on my websites? Find me. TeamCWFit.com and CWFitnessCT.com. You guys get at me on whatever platform you want. All right? If you know me personally, text me. Call me. You're having a problem? You're not really too sure how to combat that that really hard situation hit me up even if i've not been there i'll tell you how to do it or figure it out and you know tell you how to do it steve could do it too you know if you guys think you you know you better resonate with steve hit him up he can help you if he doesn't know he'll ask me (laughs) (laughs) you know um you know outside of that guys don't overthink it understand that when hard times come Good things can come from it. You just got to weather the storm. You know, don't back down. Be tough. Face it. Play the cards that you've been dealt. You can handle it. It's going to be hard. It's going to be tough. You might not sleep. You make it. Darwinism's strong. Fight, motherfuckers. Fight. They say it's lonely at the top in whatever you do You always gotta watch motherfuckers around you Nobody's invincible, no plan is foolproof We all must meet our moment of truth The same shiesty cats that you hang with And do your thing with could set you up and wet you up Nigga, peep the language, it's universal You play with fire, it may hurt you or burn you Lessons are blessings you should learn through Let's face facts, although MCs lace tracks It doesn't mean behind the scenes there ain't no dirt to trace back That goes for all of us, there ain't nobody to trust It's like sabotage, it's got me ready to bust But I can't jeopardize what I've done up to this point So I'ma get more guys to help me run the whole joint